1: So we're joined this morning by Jamie Chadwick, driving for Andretti Autosport in Indy next again next year. So first off, congrats on being able to secure a second year. And how's the off season going so far?
2: It's good. It's a uh, busy off season. It feels like, um, yeah, things have kind of rolled into to next season already. But um, no, it's all, all been good. Obviously, really happy to be returning. Um, I think straight off the back of last year or this year, even. Um, yeah, the whole focus was trying to make it work for for next year and to carry the momentum and everything into that. So, um, yeah, it's been nice to have a busy offseason so far. It's been yep. nice to be able to get straight cracked in, know that I'm coming back next year and yeah, get back to it.
1: So compared to cars you've driven previously over the last couple of years, whether it's W Series or anything else you've driven, how different or similar was the Indy Next car in year one for you?
2: Yeah, pretty different. Um, okay. I think the main thing was um, big, so it's just step up in general, uh, power, performance, everything. Um, and then you combine that with um, new tracks, different types of tracks, obviously ovals and things like that. And suddenly there was a lot more learning than maybe I was expecting initially. So um, yeah, it was definitely quite new, but also I guess a race car's a race car and you know drivers now at this level expect just to jump in a, to, and adapt. So um, yeah, for sure, I think it was a, adaptation but i should have been able to have got in and got on with it a bit, bit quicker than i did so um now thankfully with the opportunity to come back again next year um yeah hopefully we won't have any of those kind of learning processes or such big learning processes and yeah we can get it cracked on
1: were there things you maybe know, maybe towards the end of the season that you're looking back at it you go okay you know there are you know, three things that I want to focus on in off season testing at the beginning of the next season, that'll really propel me to, you know, fighting for top fives and fighting for podiums and wins and and whatnot.
2: Definitely. And I think towards the end of the year, we made quite a big step, even if, you know, a lot of things, I felt like I made a big step. And one of those steps was just being a lot more comfortable with the race distance being a lot longer than, than I was used to. But I think with that, um, one of the challenges I found was qualifying the format of only seven minutes that we have um, was quite tricky to really maximise. I always felt like I was a lap or two behind. So now having the fortunate opportunity to kind of have a bit of time to, to test this winter and learn a little bit more, knowing exactly how the format is and what I need to work on, I think that's going to be a big priority, making sure we can really focus on qualifying. Um, the races are always chaos in, in a championship like Sydney next, but yeah. for me, if I can personally qualify, really house pretty qualified really well and set the bar in terms of um that standard better i think that'll be a a good step forward
1: so taking a backseat to current driving how did you you know as a young girl get into racing you know how did you start in karting and whatnot what was the the motivation to get started
2: um honestly it was my older brother um i started karting but only because he did it um and he just started both of us at a very low level just club karting um, at our local go-kart track when we were younger and it was really just a hobby um, something that we did just for fun really and kind of escalated um, into something a little bit more something we both took a bit more seriously and honestly I just followed my brother really Um, I loved the sport I loved go-karting at the time, but um, I just followed him into it. And really, he was the reason, um, you know, I got involved in the first place and continued to progress. And he then progressed into a car tri- car racing championship in the UK called Janetta Juniors. And I followed him into that as well. And it kind of went from there, really.
1: Is he still in racing?
2: No, he's not. He stopped probably six years ago. So, yeah, he stopped a while ago now. Okay.
1: So when you were in, you know, the last couple of years, previous you know in the w series winning the championship when did Indy next, and kind of the states become a a realistic possibility for you know to continue your career
2: it's a good question i mean i um i've always followed indycar and already yeah. always followed things in in the states and there have been a few conversations about um you know potentially coming over and looking at options in indycar and from my point of view indycar was obviously going to be a massive massive step and a step too much um, so then the discussions sort of started with Andretti about Indy next, and I was invited to test with them. Uh, I think it was sort of October last year, yeah, uh, in Sebring, and obviously took the opportunity with both hands. Um, drove the car for the first time at Sebring. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the test. Really enjoyed working with the team. And straight away from there, um, the W Series was still going on, but it was already kind of looking at, at the options for for the year after, and we were unsure of sort of where that was going to go so um yeah straight from there it was how can we make this work and fortunately stars aligned and things came together really nicely to to allow me to kind of enter my first year like this year with with Andretti and um like I said it felt very much like the stars aligning so it did feel like it was um a really natural decision to, to come over to the states
1: stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover National Racing Series from the World of Outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammerdown Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform. A, a, a team that pretty much every year is a contender to have a championship winner in in Indy next, and until HMD decided to have you know three quarters of the grid uh, last year, typically Andretti having you know, three or four drivers was always the big team. I don't know if you've ever been on a team with three or four other drivers before, but how valuable is all the extra data you get from teammates every race and you know every weekend?
2: really valuable i mean as you said they've always got a championship contender uh, in the grid and if not winning championships they're definitely winning majority of the races so um for sure the car is is a great product in in that sense and i think teammates wise as well you know there's always someone with experience especially this year to have the sort of experienced guys within the team to get their sort of data and their understandings really valuable but one thing i noticed straight away even from the first test where there weren't teammates there is um you know, the way that the team work, it's very open. It's very much about developing young drivers. They're trying to prepare us for IndyCar. So they know what we need and uh, is required from us to develop and to be the best versions of ourselves. So, um, yeah, just for them instilling that kind of um, focus in us was um, something that I really, really liked, even from the offset. So um, that made a big difference. I think it was big reason why I was able to progress the way that we were able to progress this season. And I'm looking forward to carrying that into next year.
1: Think last year your teammates probably had the most interesting collective group of personalities. <laughs> uh, you know, you had Hunter who's pretty loud and 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 pretty funny and and James Rowe, who's a little quieter but super nice. So, you know, what was it like kind of just Getting to know a couple really good young drivers, and and obviously Louis Foster, who I, I didn't intentionally skip in that in that question <laughs> yeah, there. But what was it like to? <laughs> uh,
2: um, to no, it was great.
1: It was hang out with them, you know, on a weekend by weekend basis.
2: Yeah, honestly, it was great. I was really lucky with the group of teammates that I had. I've I've known Louis for a few years now. Um, obviously both of us come from the UK and racing racing to start with over here, so we had similar kind of. Introductions um into the sport. So um yeah, I've known Louis for a while, but also Hunter and James. Um, like I said, I was really lucky to have those guys as teammates. We spent a lot of time um together when I was over in Indy. Um, you know, they became sort of my friendship group as such. So yeah, um yeah. yeah, I would play a lot of golf with Hunter and hang out quite a bit with James. So um yeah, it was nice to have that. It definitely eased the transition over. I mean, everyone was super welcoming and I felt like I already had a very uh, warm reception over in the States. But even still, it's a big transition and spending a lot of time in a country that I hadn't ever spent a huge amount of time in. um was always going to be news. So to have those guys there to make that transition easier definitely helped.
1: So going off of racing here, and I need to pull up my Spotify for this. <laughs> Every time we interview a driver, we we ask to add you know a song you like to our Spotify drivers playlist. So anything maybe before a race or after a race, or if you could listen to music during a race, uh, what would you pick?
2: Okay, I'm just going to have a quick look at what yep, my Spotify yep. is right now. Because uh, that's the thing. So this is something that people find really weird with me, but I always listen to quite relaxed music. Okay, yeah. Anything, uh, because I feel like there's so much hype anyway. My adrenaline's through the roof. Everything's already up here. If I listen to like a proper hype song, then I'm just going to go. You're too hyped. Yeah, to yeah, I get vibe. it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I personally like quite chilled music. Um I'm loving there's a artist called Jungle at the moment that I'm really enjoying. Um it's quite chilled music. Um, but I'll give you, let's see, two seconds. Um where am I? There's my playlist. I would go with
1: And this is a judgment free zone because there is some ridiculous music on this playlist that i have not even listened to.
2: <laughs> How many drivers have you got on it?
1: Oh, it's been going on since COVID started. So it's been it's been a couple years worth of drivers at this point.
2: Do you know the song? Um, because they did when we were in Austin, they did the entry soundtrack for it for uh, Journey F1, Colors by Black Pumas. I really like. So you can pop that one in there. Maybe. Yeah, it
1: sounds vaguely for me. I found it right on the on my list, so okay, I'll add that here. But just one, I guess one or two more questions you know looking back on your 2023 season as you you know approach 2024 is there a race that you kind of look at and go you know what I, I made one small mistake here I correct that and I'm you know right on the podium that you're just kind of like looking at and like this is the one I want to nail next year
2: there's honestly there's a few there's a few okay. that I felt like didn't take a lot to really be right where we needed to be um okay the podium's still a bit of a stretch but right up into the into the thick of it so Road America for sure was one that I left there you know I didn't have the contact I definitely felt like we would have been in in the top five at least so um yeah I'd say Road America is a track that I really enjoyed it's more similar to some of the European tracks that I come from so but a little bit more natural um but then in terms of just looking forward to tracks aside from results, just in terms of, you know, enjoying uh, the event and the, the sort of, yeah, layout, uh, Laguna and Nashville were the two ones that I really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I, I, those are all my favorites. Did you get at Road America, did you get to try any of the local cheese curds or the, <laughs> the, the fancy beer up there? Anything that's like the local flavor of Wisconsin?
2: Um, not probably and it wasn't okay. really by choice because I did some filming with Roman um, before and yeah. obviously he's French and he was very firm on you do not try the cheese here. The cheese here is not the French cheese that he to. Oh. So you put me off it a little bit, but yeah, I mean... Not so much in Road America, but there are a few other places that I kind yeah. of experienced a little bit more of the culture of some of the places that we went to. And that was cool as well, because, like yeah. I said, it's not a country I'd spent a huge amount of time in prior to, to last year or this year. So, yeah, that was really cool.
1: Awesome. Well, listen, I'll let you go there. Best of luck next year and we'll we'll see you out the track.
2: Cheers. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Thank Thanks. you. Uh-huh